listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, you motherfucker right. I'm the bitch that's keeping it live and keeping it hot. When you punk ass niggas don't. Nigga West Side, what? Bring it on. Look for me, lost in the whirlwind. 96, Bonnie and Clyde, me and my girlfriend. Doing 85 when we ride, dropping this water set. Born as a ghetto child, raised in this whirlwind. Come on, I'm childhood years, recalling tears. Heart lakes with venom, smoking shirt, drinking more. Lick the father, forgive him. Me and my girlfriend, busting, fell in love with the struggle. Hands on the steering wheel, clutch, watch me bail out, bustle. Fuck them all, watch the phone screaming. What about a gunfire? Exercising all demons. My body on my side, my company. Ready to die, we bail out to take the jail back Niggas unite, our first day Can't wait to see you naked Touch you in every secret place I can hardly wait to bust freely Got you way high, you so happy to see me Make the front page prime time Live on TV, nigga my girlfriend Maybe 45, but she still live One shot, begging niggas heartbeat stop What? I'm busting on you punk ass niggas Run nigga, run! I'm on your ass nigga, run! Darkest night when niggas at bitch made, she got the heart to fight. Nigga, my girlfriend, though we separated at times, I knew deep inside, baby girl, I'll always be mine. Picked you up when you was nine, started out my life a crime with you. Bought you some shells when you turned 22. It's true, nothing compares to the satisfaction that I feel when we outmash me and my girlfriend. All I need in this life is sin. the closet and pull out the hyper gear pull up the high top fade and i'm out of here do the disco on the party some kind of some kind hope that i have myself a good time before i'm through and the night is done man i'm gonna have some fun ain't gonna hurt nobody we just, just dancing, dancing y'all ain't gonna hurt nobody out there on the floor ain't gonna hurt nobody we just dancing, ain't we? Ain't gonna hurt nobody. Gonna give you more. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast with your host, Kid and Play. <laughs> Rod I messed that up. I'm sorry, y'all. Rod and Karen. Karen. Yes, I hadn't go. heard that song in a long time, so I'm sorry I messed the lyrics up. Y'all. Of course, this is a feedback episode on a Saturday morning. Yes, it is. On a college football Saturday morning. Yep, yep, but. This is alright, but I'm ready for real football. The only thing about I, I don't like about doing the show so early is that I always miss my favorite song. That where they're coming. Oh, that's to your jam. City. Oh yes, the college morning yeah. show. Where we're being through Oklahoma, oh, Alabama, then to Florida, Mississippi, down to Georgia for the game. Victory oh. for USC. Yes. That's the shit. Yeah, that's my jam. Them country boots and country hats. Yes, I And they got that, that. that black rapper with the cowboy hat that comes out. Tennessee, down set. Hood. Hood, 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 hood. Do you know what's next? Got it locked on ESPN. <laughs> Only country people can make N have like three syllables and shit. Yes. ESPN. <laughs> Tell your family. It's like a black preacher. <laughs> 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 oh. 
But you listen to the Blackout Tips, which is a comedy podcast that I do with my wife three times a week. Yep, yep. And uh, of course, today's a very special day because it's a feedback episode. Um, and it's where we actually respond back to our listeners who write in, uh, call in because yes. they can call the show at 704 557 Post comments um, yeah, on we'll Facebook. Up, and- yeah, we'll open up the phone lines later in the show. Yes, we will. But they email the show, at gmail.com. Uh, people that, yeah, talk to us on Facebook. They go to our website and vote in the polls and leave comments. Yes, they do. We read those, too. We read those on the show, too, Karen. Damn, we do everything around yes, this bitch. Yes, and we read five-star reviews on iTunes. Yeah, and I don't think we got uh, too many five-star reviews since the time we were off. Okay. But we do have a lot. I mean, we have like 112 yeah. five-star reviews and two reviews that will never be read on the show because they weren't five-stars. So nope. fuck those people. Yep. Yep. I don't even care if it was four-stars. You give me my five, bitch. Um, Five mics. Also, we're on Twitter. You can follow us. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That is in D-A-T. And uh, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, don't forget when you go to the Black Guy Tips, in addition to voting in the polls and leaving your comments on the polls, you can also leave comments on the post there. You can uh, go to our store and buy shit. We just had a sale in the store. It's over now. Yes. Yeah, so but uh, just buy shit anyway. This, you have missed the sale. Yeah, buy shit anyway, man. People Please buying do. all kinds of stuff. People buying hoodies and baby bibs. And- yes. Yeah, somebody bought a baby. I cannot wait to see a picture of a baby with a the black out just bib. I can't. That will make my life. Oh, that'll be classic. That that will be awesome. Um, and of course, um, you can donate to the show there. You can sign up for one-time donations or recurring donations. Uh, either is fine, and we appreciate anybody that gives money to us, especially since you know we had to pay for that car shit. But thank you. <laughs> yes. uh, and I want to actually shout out some people that did donate to us uh, since we've been off the air yep, yep. Uh, the last uh, week or so. Uh, Mike, he gave us a recurring donation. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Mister. We'll see you next month. Yes, uh, we'll make them. Well, let's do it again. Yes. You still like the show? Keep keep donating. Uh, Nick, Nicole, who I think is like Nick Jew on Twitter, and I mean like N I C J U or something, but she donated to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. And she said happy anniversary. Thank you. Yes, that is right. It was our anniversary last week. Nine years together. Yeah. Going on ten yes. now. Yes, and according to Rashani, that song is still playing. He said that's a long ass song. Well, I didn't play the whole song. I could have played all 27 minutes of Tony, Tony, Tony's <laughs> anniversary. Yes, with a breakdown in the middle of the song. Yeah, I could have did that, but I was like, nah, we need to do podcast at some point. Yes. Um, of course, uh, what if that, What if for the anniversary show, I would have just did like a mixtape of love songs and we didn't even talk? Oh, that was a pissed off <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck is Lay Your Head on My Pillow playing? It's oh, 30 minutes like, in. Damn. <laughs> when are they going to start? I know. Damn that lay your head on my pillow. I want some talking. <laughs> Just be having sex in the background. Yeah, girl. Um, you know I, I like that there. <laughs> Touch me again. <laughs> Derek, uh, also, I, I believe this is actually Rashani. He, he he donated to the show. Thank you, Rashani. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it, man. We uh, do. Big time fan. Uh, we were on his show. And also, uh, whenever we're on somebody's show, you can go to our website and look at the uh, guest spots. We actually do... 
post put, all put of those shows. The links to their shows on our yes. show. On our website. So yes, we do. it's one space where you can get it all and hopefully you get turned on to some other podcasts. Yes. If you ever wonder like are there other podcasts I can there, listen to we have are. a link section yes, on the right do. side and any guest that has ever been on our show is connected on that link no that's not true oh, no, Karen no, does no. it as you can tell I do all the work um, <laughs> but what those are, are links, to, links to other podcasts that either we've listened to some of who have been on the show, but not just uh, everybody's on there. Oh, yeah, because um, some people don't have podcasts. My bad. Yeah, and then also, you know, guests uh, of the show, there's always a link in the actual show notes. Yes. To whatever the they, yeah, so. My bad. But um, those, if you're looking for other podcasts and blogs and shit like that, we keep, and we're constantly updating it and adding stuff. Now, uh, to be honest, I don't add people that I'm not a fan of or if I don't listen to it. And then there's some people that I just forgot. And I and I try to constantly monitor and be like, oh shit, Scarcasm Live is that supposed to be on there? You yes. know, but uh, you know, I try to keep it updated. It's okay, y'all. I just sit over here and look pretty. Uh, te- no, you out there promoting the shit out of the show. Every time I look up, the Blackout Tips, TBGDMD, <laughs> retweet everybody. Yes. Um, but uh, Tabitha, uh, she uh donated to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. She's Coco Bunny on Twitter, I believe. Um, and we appreciate that. Best Buy donated to the show. Uh, they sent me a gift certificate for my birthday. Thank you. We like that, Best Buy. <laughs> uh, Marvel Comics also uh, contributed. No, nah, that's just a email. Um, <laughs> Titus, a.k.a. Trojan Scooter. Thank you. Recurring donation. We'll what see up? you next month, too, dog. Thank you. Uh, let's do it again. It's like our anniversary, you know? Yep, yep. If, if it's going good, why not do another one? That's right. <clears throat> all right, that's all for the donations. And we uh we didn't get a ton of feedback even though we were off for two two or three shows. I guess they were mad we was off. Uh, I hope not. I hopefully they just caught that caught up in that time. And, I hope they did. You know, I saw people hit me up on Twitter and stuff that they were going back, back and listening yes, to old me shows. So always is great, guys. Yeah, it's always weird when people go too far back though, because I don't remember. What I don't I remember. Said. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll just be like, you know, that was really intelligent what you said about prostitution. And I'll be on like, episode 23. I'll um, be like, yeah, that, that probably was. I hope I agree with whatever I said if I had played. <laughs> if I go back hey, and listen. listen. that's right. So what do you want to do? We got polls. Well, I think we got one iTunes review. We got Facebook. We got emails. And then I think we got two voicemails. Okay, let's do the polls first, sir. All right, let's take it to the polls on their ass. Um, so we go to the Blackout Tips, of course. And you can, uh, you know, check out everything on here. It's, it's beautiful. Yes. We even have on our uh, pe- uh, homepage, uh, you can follow our tweets on our homepage, too. Yeah. You can actually now check out the tweets, see what the tweets is talking about uh, when you go to the show. Uh, but uh, let's uh, check out the polls and go back. Let's see. I believe the last live episode we did on it was, uh, was it August 27th? No, that was uh, black facing it up. Uh, hmm, it has been a while. Uh, was it? Um, bam! Hurricane MLK. That's that right. was it. That was right. Uh, and the poll for this episode was: Did Jerry Richardson have a point? And what what this question was: um, Jerry Richardson, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, told his quarterback, black quarterback. Cam Newton. <laughs> that, uh, you know, he said, hey, man, you got any tattoos and shit? He's like, no. And he's like, good. Keep don't it that way. None. Your black ass, boogity boogity ass, nigga. <laughs> I don't like that shit. You're in, in the South now, boy. God dance for me. And then he whipped him on the back and he made him pick the lower 40 acres of cotton. 
And uh, <laughs> now nah, he he basically said, "Look, man, you don't need to get no tattoos and shit." And um, you know, my thing was, uh, he Jerry Richardson knows his market. Yes, now I get. Yes, that's true. Now he knows who he's selling tickets to, and I do think that having tattoos for Cam Newton specifically, um. Not only because he's a quarterback, but also, yes, because he is black. True. Uh, will have some effect on his marketability in uh, this market. But more importantly, my question is, uh, or my my observation is, I don't think Cam Newton is the kind of guy Dude. that was going to get tattoos and grow dreads and all that shit anyway. Nope, because if you're into that stuff, you're going to be into that stuff way before you get to the NFL. Yeah, I think he's old enough now to no. either be on it or not. Yeah, like, he's 20, right. 22, 23 years old. Um, you've never had a tattoo. You're doing GQ photo shoots. Um, yep. Where you're wearing, you know, button-up and, and, and suit pants and stuff. You know what? I think this guy is all right, Jay Richardson. I don't think you needed to warn him, but whatever. So, I put the question out there. Did Jay Richardson have a point? And uh, the answers were, yes, he knows his market. 25% of people said, yeah, he did have a point. 46% of people said, no, he's just being overbearing. And 29% of people said, I don't care. So, that was actually a pretty close poll if you think about it. Because if you put the yeses with the I don't cares. Because I don't care is kind of a yes too, which is like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it don't matter me either way. Tattoos or not tattoos, who yes. cares. Um, but we got some comments. Greg says, if Cam Newton was going to get a tattoo or tattoos, do you think he could have traded his junior college championship ring for one? That is a that's a joke uh, based on Terrell Pryor. Um, is it possible that he'll get them only if he, on his torso like Kevin Durant? Yeah, a lot of people say Kevin Durant's a good kid. I like that guy. He's a wholesome image that they promote in the NBA. And they talk about how, oh, you know, these, these guys with tattoos and cornrows and thugs. Well, Kevin Durant has tattoos. Yeah, you just can't physically see them. Yeah, he, just, he has it where it's covered by his jersey. Uh, he's kind of like most people at their job if they work at a desk job. That's right. You know, we've all seen that chick with the tramp stamp, but you can only see when she's bending over or something. But you're like, okay, I see. You used to be a hoe. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like working with them. Um, <laughs> I think that if Cam Newton wanted to get a tattoo, he would have gotten them already. I think Mr. Richardson is overbearing. There is a product to protect. But with most, uh, if not all the rest of the team with tats, singling Cam out publicly is like the mom who never lets her kids go beyond the stoop or the porch. Yeah, it is sort of emasculating, um, specifically in that football culture. It was all about being a man and all this shit, I guess. Um, and I think his biggest mistake for Jay Richardson was going on TV yes. and telling people yes. that he told Cam Newton you, you know what? Yes, he shouldn't have said anything in the first place. But if you felt it was important enough for your market to talk to him about something like this, that should have been a private conversation. Yeah. That should have never came out in the public. And that's where the issue comes in when you take private conversations and put them out in the public. Yeah, I think going on PBS and saying that tells everybody that, you know, I, I have the biggest dick. You know what I mean? Like, I told him yes, not to do what he wasn't going to do anyway. Yes, and everybody <laughs> sees your dick. You don't have to shake yeah. it at us. Uh, but it's nothing new. Look at the Yankees. A bunch of drones. He's talking about the Yankee uh, uh, baseball oh, team, okay. not not people that live up north. bunch of drones, I tell you. Who was the last Yankee to have sideburns or a beard? I remember a Sports Illustrated cover with Jason Giambi the year he won MVP showing off his long hair, tattoos, and goatee. Then he went to the Yankees and had to clean it all up. Same thing with Johnny Damon. 
His long hair and epic beard made him beloved in Boston, but with the Johnny Saves t-shirt, um, then he lost the, the hair, the beard, and relevance. If George Steinbrenner listened to the show, I think he would call facial hair ratchetness. <laughs> Rest in peace, George Steinbrenner. Um, KG from DC says, he has a very valid and business savvy point. Are you talking about Jerry Richardson? Yes. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he was playing the I'm a good old boy and he's, and he's, and he's, oh, and his I will be responsible for my personal Negro role. Uh, it was disrespectful to Cam. Uh, it won't be the last time it happens though. It's the local court culture. Losing teams in a corporate city like, uh, the Queen City, QC, Charlotte, where we at, uh, need corporate dollars. He's protecting the butt, he's protecting that. But emasculating your QB is a poor move in a city with a strong black air or colored, sorry, Glenn Beck, fan base. <laughs> yeah, it, and that's the thing a lot of people don't understand that there is racial tension in a place like Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's just not that over the top Mississippi burning racism. Yeah, yeah, you, you know. ain't got to come out here by getting beat or nothing like that. Uh, you know, the white man can eat his cheese in peace. We don't got those type of issues, but um, it is there. It's underlying, but it's there. Our and, racism is nice racism. And Pope Snoggenheim, aka Young Snoggenhizzle, uh, says as a black man in the NBA, Jason Richardson should know better than to publicly humiliate another professional black athlete. I mean, dude plays for the magic anyway. <laughs> it shouldn't be uh-uh. up. It shouldn't be up to him to decide if Cam should or shouldn't get tattoos. That should be left up to. Oh wait, Jerry Richardson. My bad. Ah uh, yes, roll one son. Yeah, Jason Richardson is an NBA player. Um, all right, and then uh, we had episode 210 when we came back on uh, 9-1, and it was called Proper Internetiket. Yes. And we talked about um, that dude, Geoff, mm-hmm. and how that motherfucker was talking, talking, ready to start an argument with my aunt. I wouldn't let him. Three so days. then he argued with me for two days in private messages, and I put up a poll, and I said, was Rod wrong for stopping Geoff from arguing with his aunt on Facebook? Very simple poll. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think, Karen? Do you think I was wrong? No, it's your page. Okay. Yes, it's his right, which means, you know, I was wrong. Geoff was right. It's his right to argue with my aunt on Facebook. 27% of people said that, that he should be allowed to argue with my aunt on Facebook. I can't people, believe that. They, they voted on that. I better not find you my Facebook friend. I'm unfriending your ass. Right. I see that they didn't leave any comments, though. No. Because they know if I attach their name to that shit, delete. Yes, we are no longer <laughs> Facebook friends. You ain't coming on my page, Donnie Ratchetness. Uh, 67% of people were on my side, and they said, no, sometimes it's just too much. Yes, it is. And on top of that, it's your personal page. Fuck you, it's my page. I determine what's on off my page. And 6% of people said Facebook. I'm still on MySpace. Oh, y'all need to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> y'all still a little behind. Those, those two people come on to the 21st century. Let's check out the comments. The name of this commenter is Fuck It. I'm on to you bitch ass niggas. <laughs> Watch out, Rod. That may be the hardcore computer hacker that p- hacked PSN. Nah, he kind of was being a SAH, stupid-ass hater. Also, you got a lot of heart, man. I probably would have sent him a picture of my middle finger and told him to eat a dick. Ah, ah. Pope Snoggenheim says, uh, I'm chilling on Mop Space with Mike Vick. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Y'all need to catch up. Montoya says, you did right, man. I think you went back and forth with him more than necessary, though. Which is true. I think I did, too. But, um, I actually felt rewarded when he apologized and said he was wrong. Which, I don't know if that makes me the weaker person or not. But, mm-hmm. I, I did feel like, yeah, that at least he got my point because... That was the whole point. That's the other right. thing is, I don't think it takes that much effort to go back and forth with somebody. It really just takes me a couple minutes to be like... Yeah, and some of those responses were literally like a second or two. Like, come on, man, it was too much. And then he was in seven paragraphs, and I would, I would just reply back, yeah, dog, I, I see all that, but that's my aunt. Come on, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like, like, it's not that long. It's like, what about leave my family members alone? Don't you understand? What about I don't want to read you arguing across my Facebook page? But Montoya says, it sounds like you knew he was trollish before it got to that point. Cut him short and keep it moving. Um, I didn't know he was trollish like that. Uh, I knew that he had, uh, no, no, I'll take it back. I knew he was trollish on his page. I knew that him and his people like to get into these political arguments. And I knew that he and his people like to talk politics all the time. But I remember this dude's been, quote unquote, friends with me forever. He's never come on my page pulling this shit. Yeah. So it was just one of those like, huh? The fuck? Where you come from? That's right. Um, Greg says, Geoff or Mr. Trolly McTrollington. Ha <laughs> ha. Completely missed the point of what you said. I personally would never have accepted a friend request from someone who actually says, I just like to argue. Who hangs out with someone who says that? These people are in the same category with the ones who stab people, and when asked why they did it, they say, I just like to use swords. Ha ha ha. That's a valid point, sir. Uh, we also had a couple comments on this episode. Um, let's see what the people was talking about, because the streets was talking, Karen. Yes, they were. The internet streets. Free Smith says, thank you for talking about terrible Ture, because we also talked about Ture and his social ineptness on social media, and how he just seems like a general douchebag. Should have got on his retweet posse, too. Oh, yeah, and that that doesn't bother me on Twitter, but I'm going to tell you like this. When y'all retweet certain people, and not ironically, when y'all retweet these motherfuckers in full earnest, like... Rev Run said such and such, I need to tell the world. People that retweet, you know, um, Rev Run, Tyrese. And you're not poking fun at uh, asses. Lil Duvall. I judge you. Yes, I do. I might not say anything because fuck it, it's your timeline. But I clearly judge you and go, huh, you agree with Lil Duvall on something. Noted. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't follow these people for a reason. I, That's I, right. I didn't even really know anything about Teray until a week ago, and um, before then, I was just. I don't know how someone even gets to be a fan of that motherfucker. It's just weird. Um, they're pretty horrible as well. He's talking about the retweet posse. Yes. But you can tell what kind of cat he was growing up. He's clearly a spaz that got picked on. I'm not surprised either by the French thing. Just a weirdo with some pretty shallow and cliche points. Who cares about blacks calling blacks white boys? What educated, articulate black person hasn't been there? It's one of those issues that'll never be resolved. You know, this is weird to me because I feel like anyone who is black and articulate or kind of smart, you're going to have a couple, and I don't mean a vast majority, a couple, literally, people who will say something smart to you about you being smart? Yes, because they're ignorant. You yeah. can't ignore those stupid ass people. It's normally a reflection of their insecurity. Yes. But if you carry that with you your whole life, you let that become your uh, defense. 
yeah, you let that become the thing that motivates you to be Republican or to be, uh, you know, against uh, black people or to be racially, uh, you know, motivated to dislike quote unquote niggas. Like, if, if that is what, then, then you're a weak person. I look at you like you're weak. Because everybody went through that. You know, it's like how somebody could be a nerd. They can get shoved in the mud when they're in eighth grade or some shit. Yeah, but you don't go around shoving people in the mud when you're fucking 40. No, at some point you get over that. You better get over that. You know, even when I was in school, and I wouldn't call, my, call myself quote-unquote the bookworm or nothing like that, but I would be reading and studying on the books and things like that, and people would come, and they'd be like, oh, you're reading them books, and they're all trying to be all smart, and you'd be like, right. uh, and, yes. And how many people was that? Was that the whole bus? Was no, that? it was like a handful of people, right. and you know what? Now them niggas ain't shit. Right, I did, and the thing is, I, I just judge you as a person, because I'm like, why the fuck would you let a... a Two percent of the people yes, in, in life that you run into, maybe even right. less. Maybe even less. Why would you let that affect your entire life? The most of these people that just act like the entire world is racially against them. Black people, oh, they're just always getting on me. They're always fucking with me because I'm too smart. No, you were an asshole, sir. There's a lot of smart, intelligent black people that had no problem fitting in in either situation. Yes, I yes, have, yes. I have aunts and uncles in the projects. I got motherfucking. Uh, uh, aunts and uncles on in, 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 in big houses. I got. I, I I went to an HBCU. I can fit in on corporate America. I got tons of uh, of, of associates of all sorts of races, creeds, colors, and religions. It's just you, motherfucker. It's just yeah, you. Because not all the time, but sometimes people that are really, really smart like that, instead of them just acting normal, they go, ha-ha, I'll show you how smart I am. You don't do nothing but just piss that look. Well, that you know, they say off. ignorant, angry shit and, and, and socially aloof things, and then... And they hide behind race. It's them that goes, yes. well, it's my race, and it's the fact, and it's the race of my people who are criticizing me. And it's like, no, nah, you can't sometimes talk. you be wrong, dog. Yeah, and then sometimes you can't walk around, you know, talking to people. And, and, and it's not wrong being educated, but you can't turn around talking to people like you uh, are talking to somebody who understands you and then expect them not to go. Well, I mean, you. that Tourette thing that uh, Dr. God has put on Twitter is a perfect example. You go around campus, not associating with black people, yeah. telling everybody you're French, French. you're not black, uh, call me French, it's Touré, with an apostrophe over the E or some shit like that. And then, when somebody gets in a debate with you and says, well look, what do you care about black people? You're not even black. You go write in your book, this dude said I wasn't black. Motherfucker, you set that up. Accepting it. Yeah. You set that up. But but you're going to write the book as an example to, and let's be honest, mostly white America. That's who you're trying to sell this book to. Yeah. You're going to go and set yourself as a martyr to white America. Like, look, this is how the Negroes really are. And this is why racism is, is wrong. And you're like, no, you are a fucked up person. Most people have never been told that, or if they have, it was by one person, and it didn't affect their whole fucking outlook on life. That's the truth. Anyway, Tatum says, Faithful is one of my favorite common songs, top three. Thanks again for a great show with great music to showcase. That was because we ended the show with the song Faithful by Common. Um, Alright, the, uh, and, what I did, yeah, okay, and then the last poll that we have, uh, and this one just came out, like, uh, yet yesterday so we don't have any comments um and maybe it's because it's not a serious poll but the question was should herm and by herm i mean herman kane <laughs> should herm be allowed to cook 
50% of people agree with me and they say, yes, let Herm cook. Yes, let him cook. He's harmless. Let him cook, y'all. 33% of people said, no, don't let him cook. He's dangerous. He ain't trying to hurt nobody. And 16% said, I don't vote. So, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, what do you want to do next? Facebook? Facebook, yes. All right. We got all kinds of Facebook shit to talk about. Um, and actually, this show might be a little longer than I thought because uh, we did get a lot of shit on Facebook. Yes, sir. Um, Gotham Goyle says, I just listened live and in Twitter chat and Ustream. Uh, great show as usual. Thank you. Thank you. Love it when people listen live. Love when they interact with the chat room and talk about it on Twitter. It always grows the show and people want to check it out. Like, hey, I can listen now and see what the fuck they talking about. Yes. Uh, let's go. Uh, I think we already did episode 207, Fight the Power. Yes, we Chuck did. D. Um, did we do, yeah, we did Gabrielle's comments from last week. We did that. Um, <laughs> uh, I posted a new blog post in the time we were off. The Black Guy took randomness in August. Uh, people were commenting on that. Rich Jones says, ah, drizzy paper towels. Softness guaranteed. <laughs> One of the pictures was Drake. With a paper towel. And a snuggie Um, neck. Episode 209, Gabrielle, or Gabby as I like to call her, she responded. She says, wow, just heard the podcast. <sighs> Rod, the whole 30-minute voicemail you referenced as a determinant in my cray-cray status was a series of three to four voicemails. I kept trying to make better. Still too long, I agree. But I, it was more like I wanted to leave a good voicemail. Not some ratchetness, you know. I may be a little cray, but not cray cray. Not double cray. <laughs> if a guy doesn't, if a guy doesn't want to date me, I totally respect that. How can this official biracial gal of the podcast and the best iTunes reviewer also be considered cray cray? Crazy people are good at a bunch of stuff. Yes, they are. They're great at a lot of stuff. Yeah, some of my favorite uh, artists are cray cray. Yes, they um, are. Some of my favorite actors are definitely cray cray. Yes, I mean, yeah. You know, people, people be cray cray. Embrace your cray. Yes, and they can function in life. Embrace your craziness, Gabriel. Don't fight it. It's not gonna. Like, when you <laughs> fight it, you know what happens? Sword ratchetness. That's how it happens. <laughs> they say, you know, them swords start looking good. If a guy doesn't want to date me, I totally respect that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Why are you knocking my hustle just because I tend to be a bit too talkative? Mainly due to boredom. <sighs> Karen is reading the size, by the way, y'all. I, I just don't feel like saying it. I feel like Rodney Dangerfield. I get no love. I get no love. And LOL. <laughs> I ain't respond to that. You know, you don't want to encourage crazy. You just got to let it go sometimes. Um, so I also posted my comments about Mike Vick on there, and people responded to that, and I appreciate people that somehow were able to get it on the uh, on the Blackout Tips page, but not my personal page, but yeah. whatever. Uh, Sharon says, okay, Pure Ratchetness was on last night. Did you see the new Basketball Wives? Los Angeles. I believe we talked about yes, this. Yes, we did, though. On the last show. So, yes, I did. And now we all caught up. Um, I also posted Glenn Beck using colored. Yes, all the colors out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else we did. Um, okay. Um, Proper Internetiket Gotham Gold says, Ryan and Karen really outdid themselves on this podcast. Several things they said have already become part of my uh, personal lexicon, like ratchet. So much so that I want to get t-shirts or bumper stickers made of them. Ha ha ha. 
here are some of my favorites. Block, 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 nigga, block. Thanks, Karen. You're welcome. I'll be sure to use this whenever I need to shut anyone down. Rod contributed shitting mad. No explanation. No explanation needed. <laughs> then Karen comes with trick or treat this. And finally, a word to the wise we can all learn from. Be a better criminal. If you haven't listened yet, you need to get on this. And I appreciate that. Yes. Because that, that basically is telling us, like, hey, this person cares about the show. Yes, they do. And, uh, they, and, they, and that, that means that all their friends saw that on Facebook. And, you know, it's awesome, man. Yes. Um, of course, uh, everybody congratulate us on our anniversary. Yes, and we put out a poll to ask people how they... Not a poll. I'm not a poll, but a posting asking people how they find out about the show. Yeah, and these are awesome, man. Yes, um, they are. I'm going to read a few of them, but you guys can go read the entire thing on your own. A lot of people said, uh, like Jesse says, he found us through Where's My 40, 40 Acres. Acres. A bunch of people found us through The Morning Jones. Jones. Uh, Sharon says, my husband and I were driving from the 4th of July weekend from Georgia to Delaware, and he had saved a bunch of your podcasts on his iPod so that we had something to listen to when you couldn't find a radio, when you couldn't find a radio station. Well, I was taking a nap and I woke up to the episode where you were talking with this chick. She was black and her husband is white. I'm assuming that is, uh, Chonilla.com. Yes. AKA Clove and Shirley. Yes. Well, I was, uh, she was taking a nap, Karen, so already she's your type of person. Yes. Uh, he owned swords and he was a lawyer. Oh, no, no, no. no. no, no. Not, not that Clo- was not, no, Clove doesn't own swords. He owns guns. Yes. Now, you said gun, I respect that. Yes. I can respect gun ownership. Yes, I like Why? Because gun ownership comes with laws and rules. And licenses. Ask Plastico Birds how it goes. Trainers. You have to be we trained. Throw, yeah, we throw you in jail for fucking up with a gun. Yes, you will. Um, but okay, so she was talking about um, Jaquetta. Yes. Uh, who, whose, whose husband is a swordsman and a lawyer. Yes. The lawyer samurai. Up. Samurai lawyer. Yes. Um, you were all you all were calling him a ninja. I was like, what the fuck is this? What are you <laughs> that you were listening to? And he told me all. Uh, he told me about you all. We listened to you all the way to Delaware, and I laughed so much. I really enjoyed the sword ratchetness talk. The basketball wives ratchetness and everything else you all were discussing, especially the porn talk. At that point, I fell in love with you guys. I like how she singled it out like extra sentence, especially the porn. Yes. We need to talk more porn. Yes, because we get down. At the point at that point, uh, I fell in love with you guys and your podcast, and I have been a loyal fan slash listener ever since. I listen to you all more than he does now. I come home talking about one of your episodes or calling something ratchet. And he says he created a black guy who tells monster. <laughs> I even catch myself saying, say that again. That is in D-A-T. <laughs> which I had to put on the shirt uh, this week because people Yay! were requesting it. Uh, so I must confess, my name is Sharon and I'm a black guy who tells junk. Thank you. Isn't that cool, man? Yes. William found us through the Insanity Report. Yes. Uh, a bunch of people found Courtney found us through Morning Jones. Um... Gabrielle says, I took I took my sword and robbed some young dude of his iPod. Oh, Gabriel. I took my sword and robbed some young dude for his iPod. I started listening to the Black Out Tips podcast that he downloaded, and I was hooked. So, Sword Ratchetness got us a listener. Thank you. Um, Charles says, I heard Rod on the Morning Jones every morning, but never even knew he had a show. And that's because I don't go on and promote my shit. I actually no. hate when people go on other people's shit. Just to promote their shit. They don't contribute anything, really. Yes. You know, I mean, it's cool if it's organic, but it's like you just show up and be like, yo, what's up, dog? Um, 
I was just calling in to say the blackout tips, the blackout tips, the blackout tips. Yes. And, uh, and, and for people that <laughs> yes, and people that listen to the show, Bo always bought up. Rod never bought up. Yeah, I, I mean, which is cool of him, but I just I didn't want to wedge my way in there. Um, it says after I kept seeing Rod get retweeted by Bo, I finally decided to follow. It didn't hurt that his name was Rodimus Prime since I'm a Transformers guy. I saw that he had a podcast, but was reluctant to listen since. I have like four or five already listening to daily during my commute, but I gave it a shot and I was hooked. I just started listening to my first episode, and it was uh, Pussy Falling from the Sky, which was named after uh, something uh, Karen said. Uh, uh. I was like, what the fuck? But it was hilarious. Yay. Um, Derek, uh, okay, Rashani says, dang, how did I find out? Oh yeah, ready? It was a dark and stormy night. Ha! Ah, where's this story going? Nah, I'm messing. I'm messing with you. I had just met up with Adjective J from the Negro Majority, and uh, he kept name dropping you. I mean, like you were the Dr. Dre to his game. Anyways, after the 90th mention, I was thinking I need to see what what has this dude so enamored. So I checked out the show and I enjoyed it a lot. The conversations are ones that we can have around the kitchen table while playing dominoes, which I just found out some prominent people in the podcasting world do not know how to play. I don't. Boo them fools, but not y'all. Y'all are great. Thank you. Uh, no, I don't know how to play dominoes. I'm sorry. Misty found us on Twitter. Cool. Isn't that cool? Like, isn't that funny? Because people will follow you forever on Twitter. See you talking about, yeah, man, we did this on the show. We did that on the show. Uh, retweet this if you like the show. Check out the so, show. I'll a retweet and never listen. <laughs> yeah, we're fine with that too. Just yeah, promote the show. It's just funny that you like. Oh, you never got curious enough to click not once, not once. <laughs> but you get a one that one click, you never know because you'll yeah. get guys that that love the show. Yes, thank you. Greg says I saw you tweet a link to the episode. I was following you on Twitter because your call to the morning Jones long before I got to the podcast. It wasn't as hand in hand as it should have been. You know what's funny too is like people will respond to me on Twitter. They'll this motherfucker is hilarious. Yes. Follow Friday. Top yes. five funniest people in all of Twitter. Stop sleeping. And then I post a link to the podcast. I'm like, no, nigga, mm, too long. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what the funny part is? A lot of people would know you as Rod and Charlotte and follow you on Twitter and not put the connection between Rod and his prime and, and Rod and Charlotte. Yeah. Jamal says, you'll love this one. I must have spotted a link to your podcast through one of the blogs I, I read called Listen to Leon. I didn't know if he appeared on an episode or if there was an ad or something. Anyway, I said, hey, that looks interesting. I'm black and I tip, so it's probably up my alley. <laughs> but I'm usually really busy with work, so I had to listen to it later and just put the RSS feed into my Google Reader. I saw one episode description had said Rod and Karen talk about the RNC and thought, oh, this must be a political podcast. That's cool, but kind of deep for me right now. And again, I put you on hold. It wasn't until I realized that I was already following Rod on Twitter and had been hearing him on the Morning Jones that I put two and four together and started enjoying The Ratchet. I've been a fan ever since. Still haven't heard that RNC episode, though, but now I know you'll, 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 y'all had to be joking. Yeah, we're not. Oh, yeah, that was probably Chris, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Damien said he found me through my cousin, Anthony Morrow, a.k.a. Black Boy Pacino, on Twitter. Yeah. So he was tweeting links to the show, and that's how he found me. Uh, Mudslinger said, I start... I've, I've, I started 15 months ago when I typed black into a search on iTunes. Wow. <laughs> that was <laughs> yes. black. Everything. Up. Up. The black album. Uh, that had <laughs> that was back when you had the Summer Breast Picks Contest. 
Yeah, never got too many. I only got like one submission. Um, I might have to crank that up next year. <laughs> that was back when you had the summer breast pick contest. But I knew I'd be a fan for life when you two had Justin and Will in to discuss Mel Gibson's leaked mixtapes. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I had to tell my family and friends about the show. The show is an essential part of my existence now. I need food and drink, shelter, sex, and the black guy tips. Not necessarily in that order. And M. Denise Trotter, she says, I heard about the show through Haterazzi Radio Show. At the time, I believe it was still the Dark Hater Show. After the first listen, I was hooked. Episode 81, I went back and listened to all the episodes y'all had available at the time. I listened to y'all on the way to school between classes while studying on the bus. And I still love the show. This show helped keep me, helped me find many other podcasts that I enjoy today. Thank you. Isn't that cool, man? Yeah. So that was awesome, man. Thank you guys yes. that responded to that. And also, if there's more of you out there that want to respond to that, keep responding because I want to keep checking it out. Yes, please do. And we are getting pics of shirts and shot glasses and yeah. all kinds of stuff. All right, let's do the iTunes review. Uh, this is from Jamar, and he says, "Listen to an episode after my man suggest after many suggestions, and the tipping point occurred. I'm an avid podcaster, both listening to and creating. What I have realized after listening to one of these great episodes is that the revolution is happening before us. I spend three to five hours daily listening to podcasts and learning and feeling connected to people that are thousands of meters away from me. I spend less than two hours a day watching TV, more reading, writing, creating, and help spread the spread." And help the spread of others like me check out my podcast, Verbal Brainstorm. Oh, wait, I read this one already last week. Anyway, you got another free plug for Verbal Brainstorm, which is also on iTunes. Yeah. But, um, alright, so, um, wait a minute. Did we got we, emails. Did we do the, um, scroll down? Oh, also, uh, did we did let her cook or nobody really commented on Nobody commented on Okay. Alright, so let's go ahead and go to the emails and then we'll do voicemails and then open up the phone line. Yeah, so before we uh, do that, I was on um, Scarcasm Live with Scar and Sherry and we did booty shaking, which was fun. You did booty shaking? That music. is not enough We did booty shaking music. I'm sorry, no, you I was not. did booty shaking music, so y'all made some booty shaking music, Cam? No, it was. Come on, describe that shit. People listening, <laughs> they have no idea what you can with Shaking her booty on Scarcasm Live. I know. I did a show with Scar and Sherry, and it was music. It's called Playlist. Playlist. They do it with other guests. They've yes, done they it do. before. Yes, they do. They've done it with Adjective Jay in the past. Yes. And, and Scar sometimes does it by itself, and Scar and Sherry has done it before. And what it is, you do like top five of your favorite songs on your iPod or iPad or, or whatever musical device you have. And you did, you should do one that didn't make your list and honorable mentions and so our uh, genre of music which the genre of music changed was booty shaking music so it was like very very fast booty shaking music and to make it clear me and sherry was booty shaking music scar was music that he likes to watch sherry shake her booty to i just wanted to get that yeah. information i don't know why there. scar be lying you know he'd be shaking his booty to that shit ah, 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 you know he'd be in there with his hands on his knees hump back hook back hood your mama you ain't nothing but a hood your mama uh Alright, so Young Reezy says, What up, Rod and Karen? Just leaving a quick email, or actually says, What up, Rod and Karen? Just leaving a quick email to say, Y'all had me rolling with the Blacking It Up promos. Hadn't seen that Jamaican dance Karen was doing since Raven Simone's that, ah. That's What Little Girls Are Made Of video. <laughs> there is a Chuck D cartoon character, but we call him Huey Freeman. Uh, talking about from, Bla- uh, from the Boondocks. Yes. 
If you think about it, he's always fighting the power, dropping knowledge, telling off white people, and wanted to break his activist homie out of prison by any means on the boondocks. Would you would you create your be your own radio shirt? Because that phrase is very true. Keep up the good work. Mandela! Mandela! 1997! Um, that's how he ended it. Everybody loves that. <laughs> and I did create a Be Your Own Radio shirt. And yes. I created it in the economy tees and the regular tees. So you're welcome. And it's up there. Yes. Go buy it, please. Um, Jay says, listening to the latest single simulcast, the freestyle show. And I think I enjoy Rashani and Scar going at it more than Scar and Sherry. Those two are funny together. Yes, they are. On another note, I'm in Connecticut, so Sunday morning after the hurricane, they're having two big pine trees falling in our backyard. My husband says, let's go out and survey the neighborhood and go down to the water. Tom said, waves look nice. I said, oh, do you mean you want to go out for a little disasterbation? Ah! He just laughed and said, come on, let's go, and went outside and started the car. I'm sitting here thinking how he is dead at, wow, he is dead ass serious. When we got in the car, he was like, I know that word, disasterbation. What did I hear before? I said the black guy tips. Duh. Funny. <laughs> and I had to add, follow up and ask her, was he white? And he wasn't white. So white people relax. He was black. But he was from the South, which might explain why he wanted to go out and look at trees and dangerous water. Yes. Mudslinger says, dear dynamic duo. Good luck on your break. I'm writing this because I know you are going on a sabbatical, so by the time you come back, Rod's regular comic rebuttal will be pacified. <laughs> First off, Karen, thanks for the shower cleaning tip. From about 50 episodes ago, when you suggested mm-hmm. to spray the shower with cleaner after every use. Yes. It has actually worked for us consistently for the last four months. I'm trying to tell you, that scrubbing ain't no joke, y'all. So much so that I had to donate to the show for the time savings you gave back to my life. Thank you. It's fast and easy, and it helps wash the excess ratchet away. <laughs> Secondly, Rod, how dare you judge me in the midst of evolving into a higher caliber of ratchetness? <laughs> Everyone has a bit of inner ratchet. Many, matter of fact, most people are just as ratchet as with as I wish as I with their thoughts. Yet they act so sanctimonious on their intentional ratchetness has never been explained with more five dollar words. It is anyway. Yet they act so sanctimonious on their intentionally known and locally respected podcast. These niggas need to wake up and understand that ratchetness is relative. And as I am with Albert Einstein, or I am the Albert Einstein of ratchetness, please permit me to explain to you the theory of ratchetivity. <laughs> First of all, all things being constant, we must recognize that ratchet, ratchetosity of a person, place, or thing is in direct correlation of the tactically accepted norms of that society. <laughs> Thus, ratiosynchronousies... Uh, must be, must seem strange to outsiders as they are not living within the parameters of that particular paradigm, but merely observing from point of exter- externally. <laughs> Externality, I'm sorry. Uh, see the three examples listed. European royal bloodlines, this is the first example, and some prominent American family bloodlines are mired with incestuous unions. Okay, I guess that's ratchet. Two, mm-hmm. in some parts of Africa, it is socially accepted to circumcise women's clitorises. Uh, by the way, any form of circumcision seems cruel. And, third point, Rod. 
You wholeheartedly endorse the exploits of Steve Harvey, including his new talk show and Richard Steele's new book, How to Think Like a Racist and Act Like a Sellout. Ah ah. What's wrong with Mudslinger? What's wrong with him? Why would you even say that? All of these facts clearly <laughs> exemplify ratchetness, but history books and general media tend to ignore the rat- this ratchetness and promote these facts as though they are socially acceptable. Basically, my point is that ratchet is in the eye of the beholder, so I can beat my wife, leave a funky-ass mess, and quote Steve Harvey as much as I choose, nigga! You need to learn to embrace the ratchet and get your sword too. Much love, Mudslinger out. Shut up. That was me adding the shut up. He's hilarious. Uh, and Ruben wrote me and said, I'm not saying it's not true, but how do you know that Martin Luther King was unfaithful? Just curious. And I said, I really should use the 10 second rule on you because you could have just Googled this shit. Yes, they actually have facts and historical things. But I, I just copied and pasted some quick shit from Google. Yeah. Like, listen, and it was long as hell. I'm like, read this shit, man. I'm not reading this. It's just, it's well known. Nigga was, he was cheap. What? So what? I don't understand why that would make him any less of, of a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? How does that make like us? Okay. So what? Civil rights needs to get called back. Like what the fuck is that? It's not like finding out that it's not like finding out a home run hitter was on the juice. Yeah. Like oh oh wait um, Martin Luther King was cheating. Yeah, we gotta call all those civil rights. Uh, we gotta take that back. Nah, thank you. Back to segregation. Nah, I'm sorry. Y'all can't be free because he cheated on his wife. Couldn't keep. Couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Everybody go back to the colored section. Yeah. Do you know how many prominent men in really, really high places put their dicks in places they didn't belong? And, yeah. And they still, and so like, as long as you making people money and got a good cause, most people don't give a damn. DA says, props to Karen. Got me, got me busting up trying to do paperwork with one comment. <laughs> Nigga get quicker and faster. <laughs> I will be using that line whenever I hear folks bitching. And what people use, and what somebody else has accomplished, and they haven't. So anytime you see somebody bitching about how somebody else, you know, Michael Vick isn't doing this, and blah, 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 then you say, get quicker and faster. Uh, because the majority of the time, the only thing that held them back is their bitch ass not being dedicated and putting forth the same effort, much props. Not only that, they just don't have the God given gift. Some things you just have. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and Margaret wrote, Hey Rod and Karen, first of all, I would like to congratulate you on nine years of marriage. I'm writing this email because today I got hired as a waitress at PF Chain. One of my favorite restaurants. I've never been a server before, but I'm real grateful that I was hired since uh, now they are considered fine dining. I know, I know you two have much experience in this field. I was wondering if you can offer any tips on what to expect and what not. Um, Alright, first of all, you will cry at work. Cause that's how it is. You're a waiter now. You have no self-respect and dignity, and motherfuckers are going to treat you like shit. So be ready for that. Um, There's really not much else that I can prepare you for. That is the truth. Um, one, I, I would say, okay, always approach people with a smile. I know that's a cliche, but I, but it does disarm people and it works. Um, yes, it does. And, you know, they can see when you're sweating. They can see desperation attracts more pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, you get in the weeds and you just look stressed out, that, that it attracts more pressure. Another thing I would say, be honest. Don't lie to your fucking mm-hmm. cousin. No, if, if shit is slow and shit behind, I mean, I'll go tell them, hey, you know, it's taking a little longer, you know, would you like the manager to come out? Like, I would be very, very, very truthful with people because at the end of the day, 
uh, it affects your tips. You know, if, if things that are beyond your control, you have to let them know, hey, you know, I don't prepare your food, da 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 um, so you're almost like a, a cheap negotiator. That's what the hell you are sometimes. They know when you're fucking up. And you, they can tell. People can kind of tell when you're lying. Um, I would just tell them the truth. So if you fuck something up, yes. you know, I would be like, man, I put that in wrong. Mm. I'm going to, I went and put it in correct. Uh, also, write shit down. I don't even, yes. I don't like these fucking waiters the, that do the memorize thing. Because when my shit is fucked up later, I always go, you could have wrote it fucking down, dummy. Write the shit down. Don't. I hate when people be like, "Yeah, man, I would like my egg scrambled with provolone cheese, and I would like one tomato sliced with ham at the same time, and then toasted on an open bun." And then they'll be like, "Yeah, I got it." I'm like, "You remember? You memorized all that shit?" Yes, I got it. Then when your shit comes out later and it's a fucking tuna fish sandwich, ah. You know, it's like, dude, you just wasted fucking 20 minutes when yes, you could have wrote it down. Did, yes. So I would say that. Um, also, you know, try to get along with the waiters as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, waiters are a very ratchet-ass co-working group. So yes, they are. It's going to be hard to do. Most people that are waiting, like, for an extended period of time have some personality issues. And, yes, they do. Um, if you're in that serving industry, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You inevitably work with people that are lifers. And very rarely will you find a person who was a lifer in the service industry and not completely fucked up. Yeah, in, in some <laughs> way, shape, form, or fashion, it'll be simple stuff like you deal with people who won't take out nobody's food but their own. You deal with people who um, won't uh, help. You deal with, you know, you deal with all types of just just crazy ass personalities. Be nice and respectful to black people specifically, um, but also people of any race and like that's not white you gotta be a little bit nicer cause they paranoid like they come in thinking these motherfuckers don't think I'm a tip them they don't think I got no money and especially at a place like P.F. Chang where I mean people come in from all race creeds and colors but I know the one up three from us most of the people that eat there is predominantly white yeah black folks come in there but the bulk of the people are predominantly white so it does make a difference yeah I think I, I know definitely for me I saw probably bigger tips from black people uh, than my co-workers because I just treated them nicely. Like, I went out of my way because I understand that racial paranoia. I experience it when I go places. At times, I'm like, is this person being an asshole to me because I'm black or because they're a terrible server? I don't know. And you don't ever want to leave that type of uh, ambiguity. Uh, you don't want to leave it out there like that. You know what I'm saying. Um, but uh, I guess that would be it for advice for you know being a waiter, man. I, I, if I think of something else, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it on another show. But good luck, man, and congratulations on the job, man. That's huge, you know. In this economy, huh, uh, you know, since Obama's been in office, uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. All right, we got a couple voicemails. Um, Actually, this voicemail was a little garbled up, but it was, so let me just explain it. It was Marshall, and he says he works in like a social services type job, and he was setting up an appointment with this woman like to come back and and, and do some stuff, and she was like, I can do any day but Friday, and he kept asking her why couldn't she do Friday, and she said because on Friday, eventually got to admit, on Friday she's not in town because she goes up to Green Bay, Wisconsin to sell pussy. Wow. Yeah. Make that money out there in the cold. She said she had just did the Packers game the last week, and 
So I, I just thought she's hands got money to blow. That was a ratchet ass story. I, but the the call quality wasn't that great, so I'm not gonna play it because uh, I don't want people being like I can't hear him and all that shit. But all right, we got another one too. Let's check this one out. Yo, what's going on, Rise and Dan and fan? First thing first, I want to say you guys uh, happy anniversary. It's uh, almost like that uh, that couple from uh, In Living Color was somewhere in the David Allen Greer where they were. <laughs> no, but um, I, uh, I wanted to call, man, because uh, I was actually listening to uh, the last episode you guys did, did, or at least the one I got on my iPod. The last one was uh, Proper Internet. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel a lot, man, for like, you know, feel a little agitated with, you know, the actions that some people take to just take something that's completely positive and try to spin it in a negative way. Um, just uh, a couple days ago, um, I was on a message board and they were talking about seeing uh, pictures of uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z's kid, what their kids would look like if they were a boy or whatnot. And uh, it was a lot of people that were on the message board that claimed that they didn't give a shit about the story. They were tired of hearing about Beyonce, this, that, and the third. And... I don't know, maybe I became a troll for a minute because I, I, I kind of wonder, well, if you didn't give a shit or if you didn't care, then why the hell are you here? <laughs> uh, more often than not, you know, they fall back into, well, it's just my opinion and everything else. But I think for whatever reason, most people don't really understand that your opinion isn't necessarily required, especially if it's something that you don't particularly care for. So obviously you do care for it to some extent. If you're here, you're spending time. And I actually had this one girl... I was trolling her for real. I had this one girl talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce for three fucking days and she swore up and down and she didn't care about what was going on between them and that Jay-Z and everything else. But, uh, I don't know, man. It's just something about this internet and people feel themselves important more often than not. But, um, yeah, I feel you, man, as far as like, the second chance shit. But, you know, let that be known that Adam Ella will never get a fucking second chance. I don't give shit what he said. I don't care what he does. He will never get a second chance with this <laughs> coming this way. So, um, I'll keep it short, man. I'm at work right now trying to get this, uh, sweet stance going to fix for our money together. So, uh, I'll talk to you guys again soon. Peace. Alright. First of all, the phone lines are open if you want to call 704-557-0186. Second of all, yes, he is 100% right about yes. The internet message boards. They're fucking evil, man. I've never got into it. That's why uh, when you keep talking about the forms, I keep on fucking it up because I'm like, I, ha- I kind of don't even understand the concept. Yeah, they, 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 it's, it's an evil, evil place. And most people don't even really understand what's going on there. But in that in that one case, then I understand why people would be trolling. You know, like that actually makes sense to me. If somebody is trolling on a message board, because it's a fucking message board. That's kind of what they do there. But don't bring that shit to my personal Facebook page. All right, we got a call. Let me check this out. Yo, you're on with the Black Guy Tips. What up? What's going on, y'all? Hey, Oh, what up, Rashani? How you doing? You know, chilling, doing my thing, right and Way too bright. For my country football game today. So I'm like, you know what? If you can get up for a game... I can get up to be on this show. I'm a contender too, coach. Put me in. Beat him down. <laughs> Beat him down. You know what? I feel dumb as shit, but I never figured out what that meant until I had to ask him. <laughs> it was like, oh. You know, it was one of those things where you uh, ask the question, as soon as it comes out your mouth, 
your brain is like, what the fuck? I've been trying to tell you to answer the last 32 minutes. <laughs> now, but, uh, um, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I was, I was uh, calling because I was in the voice now. But um, I was scared of reaching, like, hey, this is sexy, creepy, decent. Leave me a message. Girl, I need the number. I used to call folks back in the day, and um, there was one girl who was just in love with Keith Sweat. So she was like, hey, this is Veronica. And you heard her move the microphone or the speaker of the boom box up closer to her phone and shit. Aww. And it was like, girl, I want to love you. And she was like, I want to love you too, Keith. All night long. And she was like, leave a message. But here's the thing. It would have been cool if she had just left it right there. That dumb broad forgot to turn off the paper, forgot to turn off the phone. So you got a five minute wait before you can get to the voicemail on this before you remember to get town to get past it. Oh, wow. so I, don't think, I don't think she ever got any calls. Yeah, um, Keith, Keith Sweat was the worst. Like, he's one of those people I go back, and it was one of those, like, how did this nigga get famous moments? Like, because he begged for pussy. Give yeah. me the pussy, girl. <laughs> I know you're hey. going to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at his Facebook page, I bet you he's like my Greg. I'm just going to say that. I'm yeah. just going to put that out there. <laughs> Keith Sweat is followed by Greg. And, and, and Caillou and Charlie Brown and all the other strip niggas out there. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, man, because, like, Keith Sweat, and, like, Spotify is ruining my childhood one song at a time, but, like, Keith, because <laughs> I found out SWV could not sing the other day, and then no. I go back and, you know, listen to Keith Sweat, like, this nigga could never sing, he can't sing. No, he begged, Like, seriously, they were using auto-tunes on some of his vocals back in, like, Dang. the fucking 80s and yes, shit. Yes, they was. Like, it was a amazingly bad like it was it's so sad man it's literally just begging that's it yes yes and hey, begging make women feel special here's the worst part when you go back and there's a problem that you just knew was the shit you knew it was the shit like one for all is all for one by the east coast family and then you listen to it ah. and that the fruit punch comes out like hey yo my name is fruit punch <laughs> 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 somebody, I think it was a Phenom Black had uh, put a thing up on Google Plus of uh, the rap battles. Like it was a parody. And this guy came up and he was like, hey, I'm not a rapper. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That was, I think that was me. That was awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. That shit, was, that shit was awesome. While I'm looking at it, I'm thinking about Fruit Punch. Because he sounded just like him. Hey, yo. Boom, bam. Biggie, boom. Hey yo, this is Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, um, it's, it's crazy too, man. Because um, when like I was listening to Kid and Play just before the show today, and like I'm listening to them and they're talking so proper. Like I don't even remember it that way when I was a kid. I just remember dancing and trying to do like the Running Man. Yeah. And now that I'm grown, I'm like, man, who are these dudes rapping to? That's right. It's like that funky, funky go go rhythm. I'm like, yes. wow. <laughs> hey, but have you have you ever wondered like whatever happened to the hype man? I mean, I know they're so flip thoughts, but I mean, what happened to MC Too Big, MC right. Hammer's homeboy? Like MC Hammer, I'm too big, and he is. Where, 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 where's Too Big go? 
Yeah, I know. The the hype man is I guess he lost his job in the recession, man. Yes he did. I think I, I think MP2 Big is the announcer for um and one. <laughs> <laughs> I really think he is, because when you listen to his voice that whole old baby thing, it sounds just like too big. I'm too big, old baby. Old baby. <laughs> <laughs> like the half time he comes out and rap, he only has like one lyric because he never wrote shit. Hammer wasn't let him get down and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can't get a bar in in a writing session with LC Hammer, you got a real session of life. But yo, thanks for the hey, call. Uh, go ahead, Rashawn. Don't tell me, y'all. As always, y'all have a y'all have a great great day. Yeah, you too, man. Y'all make sure y'all check him out. Single simulcast uh, podcast is dope, y'all. Peace. Um, all right, the lines are back open. If anybody else wants to call in, um. 704-557-0186 If not, no pressure You ain't gotta call in um, But yeah, back to the point that Span was talking about Yeah, that message board shit is real Like, I, and the thing is Like, um, I remember a couple We actually talked about it on the show I had an altercation with people on the message board Cause they put my name in Like, this guy was on this podcast And I came in Not, very nonchalantly And was like, hey I wasn't on the show, but if you would like for me to be on the show, I wouldn't mind being on the show, you know, and then they actually got, it turned into a whole big ass argument, and by the end, you know, people are insulting, like, uh, talking about my personal business, um, and people are, um, like, life can't have no babies, right, shit like that, you know, uh, people dissing the podcast, and, you know, all this weird stuff, and it's like, that's because it was a message board. There's no other form where that would have happened. No. If I would have saw that person in, in real life, life looked yeah. that dude in the face and said, yo, this is what the deal is, they would have walked away like, oh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Why were they putting your name in that? Yeah. And I, I see you weren't even mad. But it, because of a message board, people just wait to pounce on each other. And then there's this weird energy of people hyping shit up. And, you know, there's, like, like, like Mr. Span was saying, there's people talking for three days about Beyonce and Jay-Z having a kid. Yeah, but they don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah, claiming not to care. Like, there's, and, and to be honest, I'm done with the message boards. That's why I don't want it on my fucking Facebook page. That's why I don't talk like that on Twitter. Like, you, like, if you see somebody arguing with me on Twitter, there's a, probably a good chance that about two to three posts in, I start making jokes. Yeah, and it just jokes from there. I right can't, now. I can't be on here mad all the fucking time. No, you're never getting up in the confidence. It's so, it's so, it's the energy is so negative. And then that's a lot of times from what you told me. A lot of the people on the uh, message boards don't want you to know their real name. They don't want to know right. anything because most people find that shit out. People will go and hunt your ass down. Like, like there's this is one dude, uh, Jack the Joker, on Twitter, and. He always comes in to argue with me. Like, he very rarely comes in and says, that was funny, or I agree with you, or whatever, right? But, like, we'll argue back and forth sometimes, and it's cool. But, like, last last time he was arguing with me, um, and this is for NFL people, you know. Of course, if you have any fantasy football questions, of course, 704-557-0186. But, um, yeah, so we were talking about um, football, and we are watching the Saints game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look. Reggie Bush, uh, I would rather have Sproles than Reggie Bush because he's making a lot less money. You know what I mean? Okay. And he's pretty much doing the same shit that Reggie Bush was doing. For a lot less money. For a lot money. less money. Yes. And so he came in halfway through and was like, 
man, they don't miss, they miss Reggie Bush compared to Sproles because Sproles ain't ball. And I'm like, well, I still would take, I still would take Sproles. He makes less money, yeah. and it gives me enough of what Reggie Bush can do. And this is in game one. Yes. And this nigga arguing with me all fucking night. Wow. And so at the end, I was like. Look, man, you're wrong. Other people are coming in and ain't got shit to do with this that are like, you're wrong. And I'm like, you know what, dog? You just want to be right. Yeah. Like you, and you not just want to be right. You want me to tell you you're right. That's right. No and it's not going to happen. And sometimes those people are wrong. And a lot of times people like that, I think people get energy off of arguing and they get energy off of uh, poking and picking. Well, everybody wants to be right, especially when they're wrong. That's what I was okay. saying. Yeah, instead of you, saying, my bad, if I'm you, wrong. If you ever yeah. wonder if you're absolutely wrong about something, think about how hard you're going to get that person to say you're right. Because that probably means you are fucking wrong. That's like no, like, they, like when I'm right about something, I normally am secure with that. You know, if I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just... Um, I'm pro-choice because of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, you know, it's a baby and the life of a baby. And I go, yeah, 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 I don't really agree with that. I have no problem walking away from that because I still feel like I made my point. I will, I feel right, and that's cool. That's right. When you're wrong, you're like, no, motherfucker, you need to admit that I'm the right one. <laughs> and we're going to talk about this until you change your mind. Right. Go away, go away. Like, I just, I, you know, I, and it's like, I try, and if people see me on Twitter, I try a lot of shit. To end conversations. All right. Well, I just disagree. No, not good enough. Fuck you. Yeah. You gonna we gonna keep talking about this. Yeah, you know. And, and I and I guess it's because I don't have as many followers, and I guess it's just me and my personality. Well, you don't really talk about the things I talk. Like I'm live tweeting the football game, oh, giving my okay. thoughts on the football game. If yeah, you did that, people would yeah. argue with you. Yes, you know. They would. If you actually said like I think Sproles is a better value than than than. Uh, they, uh, they, then Bush right now, then they will argue with you. Uh, we got another call. Let's check it out. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. Tips. What it is? Hey, yo, this is Marshall calling, man. What What's it up, is, Marshall? Marshall? Uh, nothing, man. I'm just telling you, listen, friends and man, man. I have to call, but you didn't say my message or whatever. I just want to get that story out there. Yeah, go go ahead, man, because before it was kind of garbled on the voicemail, and I I think I told the story. I don't know if you were listening, but I think I told the story yeah, kind of close to, to what you said, yeah. but if I left something out, go ahead and drop it, man. No, I mean, the thing is that it just always caught me off guard. Like, you know, after playing this story, I've been working the same job for you, and I heard there was a story, but just how she said it. It's like, but I can't do that. You know, like, I can't come in on Fridays. I was thinking, like, she had like uh, some appointments she had to go to. She had something with the kids going on. That's what I took with my trainer, but I was thinking, and I was just like, kind of on the floor. She was like, because I don't know if she'll put right now. I'm like, hey, <laughs> 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 and I'm like, I just love the idea of somebody just saying that shit. Like, did she did she whisper it? Did she lean in? And she just said it in the same tone that you would say, pass me that coffee. <laughs> She was kind of, it was kind of, kind of on the road. We're like, she didn't whisper, she just like kind of leaned in a little bit to the, cause I put this on Friday and like leaned back, you know what I'm saying, and started back up, and like, now what? <laughs> I like how it's just I like how it's just one day a week too. You know? Yeah, it's like, it's on Friday. Like, I didn't even get into it. I didn't even try to get into statistics with it. I was like, okay. And then she just off like, yeah, every Friday I take the bus up to Green Bay, and that's what I do. It's like, I don't like doing it, but that's what I do to make my money. I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what else can you say? First of all, if somebody says they only sell pussy on Friday, does that mean on, like, yeah. Sunday through 
Thursday or Saturday through Thursday, they get to go on Twitter and talk shit about hoes. Yep, because they're part, <laughs> yep, they part-time hoes. Yeah, you like, these thirsty-ass hoes out here on the streets. Anyway, That's see y'all. I only say mine one day a week. Right, and I also like that it's just Friday, because she's like, I'm not all the way hoeing. No. Okay? <laughs> I got morals no. and shit. Now, if you want to see me on Saturday... You better be taking me to Red Lobster. That's right. Friday, That's right. $20. That's <laughs> right. I only said dick once a week. I don't know. Well, she, well, maybe she was hoping you were a proposition or Marshall. Maybe she was hoping you'd be like, well, how no. much? No, hell no. No, no, no. Not her, man. <laughs> hey, you have to have to That's another reason why I come me outside. I'm like, you? Okay. You ain't money doing that. <laughs> you better pay for you. Yo, <laughs> if, if you were to ask how much, like, if there's this weird thing, because, like, in my mind, I want to know how much she can get just to know, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to buy none. I just want to be like, word. How so much are how much are niggas paying yeah. for you? And that's what I'm about. Like how is business up there in Green Bay these days? Like, are so like after Thursday night, you know, after the game, and they got all those people up there. It's like, so it's gonna be a good Friday. Like I'm even with a Thursday. I'm like, so tempted just to have it on the side. Like, so how was it Friday? You know. <laughs> <laughs> How <laughs> was business? <laughs> hey, you know the thing too that's funny about that is that um you know it's Green Bay, so, so like what does that say about Green Bay, dog? Yeah, desperate <laughs> people. Time must be hard up there. Do you think they put the cheese head over her face while they fuck her? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, so, it's, so, it's so not easy to get to Chicago and in Green Bay, so I'm like, I don't know. Be hard up in Green Bay, but nah, man, you can't be part time slinging that pussy on Friday, man. Uh, 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 th- uh, hey, thanks for calling thank in and clarifying, man. Marshall. I appreciate it, dude. All right, man. All right, peace. Oh, man, that was awesome. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, I sell pussy on Friday, just Friday. I'm not a hoe. Mm-hmm. Look at me like that, foe. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, all right, man, I guess we can go ahead and get out of here. I mean, we have been doing the show for a while and. It did turn out to be a, a pretty, pretty decent sized episode. So yeah. we'll be back tomorrow. Yes, um, we will. On the guest, Sunday. yeah, the guest uh, tomorrow. Oh wait, we got another we'll phone call. call. Let me check this out. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. What up? What's up, Rod? Chilling, chilling. Chosen school. What it is, Chosen? What's up, Karen? How you doing, Bass? I'm doing fine. Yo, I was kind of, I want to chime in on the whole Reggie Bush thing because I didn't actually tweet about it. Yes, sir. You know what? I kind of agree with you that, you know, scrolls may be a better value right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that's partially because of the fact that we know Bush would draft as number two pick. Yeah, well, it's not. Yeah. I, by value, I was specifically talking about money, which was funny because the guy tried to change the argument into... Who do I think is a better player and, and who opens right. up the offense? And I'm like, right. dude, I, I never said that. I You know what I mean? I like, I actually am not a Reggie Bush hater like most people. I actually like his skill set and I think he is beneficial, uh, especially mm-hmm. as a pass catcher and as a mismatch, especially right. against zone defenses. But this dude came in on some like, you know, I'm just going to argue with you until you say that. That that Reggie that they need they still need Reggie Bush and I'm like no you know you know what though but 
at this point, they don't need him, but let's say the, the prior three seasons, especially, you know, when they got to the NFC Championship and they lost to, I think it was Chicago or whatever it was that year. Then the year they won the, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he was an integral part of that offense because you literally had the game plan like, okay, well, I got coaching on the right side of the line, then Bush motions out of the back and to the left, and then you can, you know, put somebody else at, like they say, Devin Henderson and slot next to Bush, and you got matchup problems all over the field. So, of course, you know, now his value is not at, you know, what it was because people looking at it like, well, Drew Brees is the quarterback. Right. They had A, B, and C receivers and all that. But, I mean, you take away all of that and you still sit back like, hmm, if I could get Reggie Bush for five million season, not even five, right. or I can get Darren Sproles, and you still thinking, hmm, if I get, if you got the receivers and the quarterback, I'm taking Bush. I know a lot of people won't take Sproles because of the, you know, he's smaller, he's quicker. Right. I mean, they kind of do the same thing. But I'm taking Reggie because the one thing about Reggie he still sells tickets and he still sells jerseys. But I mean, think yeah. about the Saints that they didn't take Reggie. That team probably may, may not have even got that far in the playoffs or to the Super Bowl. Because well, I mean, Reggie was that dude. Like they were scared to punt to Reggie. Remember, he won the game with a like a punt return in the fourth quarter. Yep. But the thing. Well, so it's like the thing. Yeah, is, now we can say. The thing. Know, the thing is, though, Sproles. Sproles is also a good kick returner, as we saw. Even with the new kick return rules, he's the good kick returner we just saw right. Thursday. Uh, two, Scrolls, Scrolls can come out. He had seven catches for 75 yards, which is a pretty good receiving day. Uh, and especially for a guy who was only really playing third downs, as opposed to okay. Reggie, who they put Reggie in, uh, he gets more opportunities. But um, the other thing that's, that's more important to this conversation is I'm not even saying Reggie can't play. I'm not saying he's not. Uh, right. even, I'm not even saying he's not better than Scrolls. I'm saying for them, you got to factor in the money because I was talking about yeah, value. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. If you, took the, the if you took the money out, if you take the money out, shit, yeah, give me, matter of fact, give me everybody. You know, so let's go Tom Brady. <laughs> let's go, like, if we <laughs> just, everybody. if we just talking, like, just picking anybody up. But since I, I started off with, damn, I, you know, I thought that they were going to miss Reggie Bush a lot. And I'm like, that, Green Bay is a, a pretty sick defense. And I'm like, yeah. they still putting up numbers, mm-hmm. I guess. I take I take Sproles for the money because I see why they let him I see why they let Reggie go uh, with that big ass bonus he was doing shit I see now before I was like I don't know why they did that people were kind of tripping when they were like they need to let Reggie go now I'm like all right if you can get Sproles I understand what you did there yes but the, you know they save money with they, when they drafted Mark Henry too because you know they got their rookie contract for like four or five mm-hmm. seasons mm-hmm. so even and, if he go out and, and they, they got to pay Breeze they too have to hold out. And they got to yeah. pay Breeze, which everybody right. was sleeping so, on. So financially, it makes sense. Like, yeah, Reggie may be overpaid. But if I could get Reggie at a, you know, the same salary as Sproles, I'm taking Reggie. Yeah, then I'm taking Reggie, of course. Right. Yes. So, Karen, uh, yes. who do you think I need to, you know, start at quarterback on my fantasy team? Who? Have, have, you, I, have you had your draft already? Yeah, I got Phillip Rivers and I got um, Josh Freeman. All right, who Rivers playing against? Yes. Hold on, I can, uh, I can look it up. Hold I don't on. even know. Hold on. Yeah, because that makes a difference, too. Yeah, I, I would say, uh, first of all, just with just those two, knowing just knowing Phillip Rivers versus, I go with Phillip Rivers, man. I would, too. That dude's a beast. Yes, he and, is. And, I mean, come on, son. This dude basically was killing last year without no damn uh, wide receiver health. Uh, Antonio right. Gates is back. 
Um, yeah. you got Vincent Jackson back for the whole season. Um, they lost Lady Dude Nene, but uh, I think they still got Patrick Creighton and stuff. I would go. Um, I go Phillip Rivers just all, without knowing the schedule off the top of my head. Yes. Um, and then I don't know who uh, Tampa Bay plays this week, but well, this week Tampa plays Detroit. Mm, yeah, oh. see, you know what? Detroit defense, I know it's Detroit is a bad, like, oh, the name, they suck as a team. No, right. Detroit defense, defense is trill. decent this year. It's actually really good. Like, not only do you bench whoever playing Detroit, but you hope that motherfucker is healthy next week. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> they become a... Uh, in the okay. preseason, okay. they look great. Adama Kong Su hurts is people a beast. for yes. a living. <laughs> yes. That nigga just hurts people. Every week, you be like, God damn, another one of my quarterbacks is out. Yeah. So that's what I would do, man. Alright. Alright, appreciate it. That's all I wanted to say. No doubt. Peace, Peace. man. Alright, cool, man. So we answered the fancy football question. Talk some because people be thinking, you know, he don't know his football shit. I know we my do, shit, dog. Yo, what up, man? It's Blackout Tips. You're on the air. Hey, what's going on? It's uh Jamal, aka Classical Period. Yo, what's what up, up, man? How much, man? Wanted to give a call, show appreciation for the show. Probably listening on a feedback show. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it. So, uh, want to give a shout out. Uh, Rhapsodologist Rod and 10 Star Karen. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have uh, yeah. anything specific you wanted to talk about? Uh, you know. Uh, well, uh, I guess it's kind of a brag, but uh, I went home uh, last weekend. You know, from, from New York, I live in Virginia. And, uh, went to my childhood home. And I had like this collect my collection of comic books I've been collecting since I was like in my early teens, you know. And I basically brought the whole thing down last weekend, so I'm kind of going through it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of I'm I'm like I mean it's kind of like you know how my thing is on Twitter. I just go way back in the days or whatever. So I'm kind of reliving a lot of stuff right now. Mm. Yeah, I got old X Men, old Spider Man, and all that stuff. That's so great. Yeah. I did the same thing uh, when we first moved out. Like, yeah, when we first got our own apartment. Stuff. I, I went and got all the boxes. So my parents were like, get this shit out of here. Yeah. So I went and got all the boxes of my comic books. And you, First of all, I know I love my comic books because there was a fucking wasp nest in the attic where my comic books was. <laughs> and you fought and I fought them And I fought them motherfuckers. Like, I think I brought wasps home with me. Yes. But I was like, I need we this. fighting them for days. I need this comic book in my life. But, uh, yo, I did the same thing, man. This... Um, you know, I, people always uh, talk about reading novels and reading uh, books and stuff. But for me, man, what expanded my vocabulary and just my just my mind conceptually, talking about science and science fiction, was comic books, man. And I, yeah, you go back and read shit, and you're like, oh, so that's what the multi universe portal is and shit like that. So it's like, <laughs> so it's pretty dope, man. Yeah, you learn words like insip- you was insipid and, uh, you know, uh, uh, consequential. I mean, you learn, like, all these $10 words and you're not even 10 or 11 that you, you're not having gotten to in school. So by the time you get into school, you're like, hey, wait a minute. Dr. Doom said that in the last Fantastic Four issue. I know what that means. So that'll push the SAT score. But I don't know how comics are written today because I always feel like anything that's out today the kids have it worse because they water it down right. or they, you know, they try to make it look cool and hit. So, well, you know, I will like say, uh, I read some of the comic books that are out now. Like, I'll get a graphic novel because mm-hmm. I can't, I can't keep up with these shits every week and they cost too much yes, now. Yes, they do. They're like $4 or $5 a month. But, um, I'll but read I, them. I download. Yeah, yeah. And they, what they do is they change, um, 
the dialogue to more realistic dialogue. So kids actually get um, what sounds like real talking. Yes. Compared to what we got, because for us it was like Mr. Sinister had to like give a big ass speech before he got ready oh, yeah. to kill Cyclops. So it was you know the transmutational properties of the Impron crystal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it will mutate. Yeah. yeah. Now it's exactly. just exactly Se- secondary and tertiary mutations. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and shit like that. I, mean, I felt like a scientist. All I had to do was pick up a pick up a comic. You know, and, and go to school after that. Yeah, exactly. Now, and, and Ultimate Spider-Man is the biggest example. Uh, yes. Because it's Teenage Mutant Park or whatever. They're like, dude, wait, no. And that's like three word balloons. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm actually... I'm, Four dollars for this shit? I'm actually <laughs> reading the graphic novels of Ultimate Spider-Man right now. And I'm on uh, the one with Hobgoblin, uh, which is... Uh, oh, yeah. In this one, they turn it into... Uh, Oh god, this is getting so nerdy. But um they turned it into uh Harry uh Osborne uh uh coming back to school and um he, he he's the hobgoblin now, he's crazy, he's insane. But yes, there's pages and pages of no, seriously, wait, dude. Uh-uh, no. It's, it's, it's like watching Twilight because they're all glaring at each other and shit. You know? There's not even thought, thought balloons anymore. You can be, you know, you're thinking, oh, I wonder what Mary Jane's thinking. I'm just going to slip out this skylight real quick. Yeah, he thought his way through things. Now it's just, it's even one panel he's looking. You see him in the new panel he's glaring, and the next he's jumping out the window. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. I like him too, but I, I do think that we might have benefited from... Uh, you know the old days and the big ass words, but I don't know. I don't. You know me, man. I try not to get too much into our shit was the best. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm old. It's funny you mention that. Uh, uh, another thing, I'm working on a project. It's uh, nothing I can promote now, but uh, it's an up, up, upcoming. Uh, I guess podcast or radio show, and uh, I'll probably try to reach out to you, right uh, on the you know like my email or something yeah. to get your thoughts on it. Uh, you know, we'd like to have you as a guest eventually. Yeah, no problem. It's cool. Would definitely be an honor. And you too, Karen. I mean, you know, it's an open invitation, so. Oh, no, no problem. I, I understand Rod is a 10 star Rod. You know, sometimes they won't hear, <laughs> sometimes they won't meet. Oh, no. Oh, no. When, I, when I recommended the t shirt, I said, you know what, there should be a Say That Again t shirt. And yeah. I did look at it and I got some thoughts about it, but again, uh, you know, I'll let y'all know off. Yeah, hit me up, man. Thank Email you. me. you. Okay, appreciate it, y'all. Again, happy anniversary. Thanks, Thank man. You, Have a good Have one. Have a good one. All right, cool, man. So, uh, this has been wonderful, guys. Yeah, everybody's calling in. I, I guess know, they did miss us. football, comics. <laughs> <laughs> we done covered all the spectrums. Yeah, well, college football has officially started this afternoon now, so I'm assuming... There will be no more calls. <laughs> but, um, let me, uh, Everybody watching that ESPN. Um, but thank you guys. Of course, tomorrow's guest will be the crew from Where's My 40 Acres. Are we getting everybody on? Everybody. So that should be pretty ratchet. Also, What's ratchet for real. After that, we're gonna be on Consumption Junction. Yes, we should with Miss Chartreuse and Bo King. Yeah. Um. So you know, we'll give you guys details about where to find all that stuff. Yes, I think they do this show live too. So uh, until tomorrow, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
alright Gambino is a mastermind Fuck a bitch to pass the time Mass appeal, orange rhyme Smoke your green, I'm spending mine The beat is which is brew But beware, this shit is potent E.E. coming on her face Now there's poetry in motion Yeah, Gambino make it work I'm the boss, move something Yeah, this cool fucking suits me Swag too, but and yeah These girls be acting crazy When they're dancing black swan I ain't fucking at the club Put your clothes back on Yeah, this beat is a disaster 9-11, this track Rappers wanna battle me I have to marry it's back in my click, make that dinero. So it's time to meet the fuckers. I am running this bitch. You are just a dog walker. Leaving with your girl when we last seen each other. Yeah, you fucking with the baddest like we tagged. Rihanna, fly girl on her knees. She don't wanna come near me. Yeah, my dick is too big. There's a big bang theory. Got a picture in my iPhone. What do y'all think? Why y'all niggas mess up? I'm in that Ariel thing. If I am just a rapper, man, you could've pulled me. I'm the shit when these dudes talking, talking bull. It's monster shit You dudes are the opposite of likenesses Respond to this We can squash the beef right now like sausages Chillin' with my N-words Say it like a white kid Yes, your booty's big as hers Say that to my white bitch So she don't get embarrassed My dick is made of carrots Bunnies wanting to be fed And I meant honeys, oh forget it I have worked all winter I will not fail summer In the back of a bush like Gavin Rossdale's drummer Yeah, my stinger's in the flower I hope she let me pollinate Working hard as shit Yeah, this beat is made from concentrate Nigga, can't you tell that my sample of Adele was so hot? I got these hood niggas blowing up my cell. Swag out the ass, I'm the man. Fuck Chico, took the G out your waffle. All you got left is your ego. Think about it for a second, man. We eating? Where's your breakfast, man? You hungry? Have the sandwich? Got my wallet, cheese and lettuce.